Well, I got out of bed, and I'm here. <sighs> you did. I'm just going to say you were late. I'm not late. <laughs> you weren't. I was you not weren't. Late. No, no. But you know what? It's time for another episode of Who's Driving? Welcome to Who's Driving. I'm Wesley Turner. And I'm Stephen Merck. We're two best friends and entrepreneurs. Who's Driving is an entertaining look into the behind the scenes of our lives, friendship, and business. These are the stories we share and topics we discuss as two best friends would on a long road trip. Along the way, we'll check in with friends and offer a wide range of informative topics centered around running small businesses, social media, and all things home and garden. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. You never know who's driving or where we're headed. All we know is it's always a fun ride. And on this week's episode, we have a hitchhiker coming along. We do. Coming up here in a Mm -hmm. bit. We're going to have Joy Haney from Simply Joy Soaps coming up. And we're going to be talking about, I got a kind of, not really a controversial question in my um, box, but talking about... Just honest. Yes. Someone wanted... um, Honest feedback. About influencers, mm-hmm. the good, the bad, the ugly. So we're gonna we're gonna dive into that a we'll little bit. We'll share our opinions. Yeah. So that's all gonna be coming up, and I think that's good to approach from different sides because we kind of work, or I work mm-hmm. on both sides. We mm-hmm. worked with influencers. Mm-hmm. I've been the influencer. We'll talk. We'll talk all about. There's that. all. There's good. The good, the bad, and the ugly to everything. Yeah. Before we get there, I thought I would first remind you that well, our birthday month is coming mm-hmm. up. But more in particularly, I thought I would remind more you. More in what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, rewind. What the hell was that word? More in what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> Good Lord, help us. In in, in particular. Wait. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. What I really skip the big word. Yeah. What I really wanted to remind you is my birthday is coming up. And I feel like mine is first. Well, you're not getting anything from me. Okay. Well, I got a big Christmas. You got a big Christmas present. Um, but uh I feel like it's time for you to come through with the new animal pet edition. I do too. Because you gave me the emus. I do too. And I feel like maybe it's time for something else like an ostrich, ostrich, peacock, something. But here's the thing if you want peacocks, I mean, I love peacocks, but you know, I grew up with peacocks. They have to have a place to live in, they have to have a run, they can't be out. Oh, they can be out. Mm. I had neighbors that had them out, they'll be fine. Mm. I mean, an ostrich would be even better. Ostrich, you don't have to worry about. <laughs> They'll kick every animal's ass out there. Yeah. Coyote, it I doesn't matter. did have, because I've been asked, are you getting any new animals anytime soon? So I haven't shown it in Instagram at all, but I'm getting our chicken coop redone. Getting a new uh-huh. run put on, because we've re- we added fencing, I don't know when that was, last year or the year before, and it kind of runs right up to the chicken coop now. So we're getting a run redone. And I never really liked the chicken coop because it's right there in our backyard. I mean, we're not moving it or anything because it's a big block building. You're shifting it. I wanted the, yeah, the run on a different side and the jazz it up a little bit. So it looks mm-hmm. a little prettier because it kind of just looks like a little jailhouse jailhouse out there, yeah. which is really on the back side. It has windows facing away from our house. that looks really cool. So I'm going to get some windows put in the front too. Well, I would be all about getting you two peacocks, but mm-hmm. I think that requires preparation. Yeah. Like the emus. Like preparation H? No. Uh, that's a different. Maybe preparation <laughs> H too. If you, they get a little loud. <laughs> they do get loud. So my point is with getting the chicken coop redone, I I need a I don't know. I can't decide what I want to get. I'm thinking either not from you. You're separate. You have to surprise me. But I'm thinking either some ducks and geese because they could use that and then we have the pond to grow up mm-hmm. in and then we have the pond. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm thinking some guineas. Which mm, you <laughs> Stephen, you do not want but they guineas. Eat ticks. And they are useful. Yeah. But what you don't realize is those little demons will come and empty themselves on your sidewalk, <laughs> in your porch. But with the run into the pasture, I'm hoping they would say Mm-mm. in the pasture Mm-mm. area. Mm-mm. 
Okay. Mm-mm. Also, possibility, and we're we're down to one turkey, and I feel like we need some additional turkey. For we this. need a couple more turkeys, and I feel like you need ducks. I love that's what ducks. I said. Ducks and a couple of geese, because geese are good at you know protecting. Yeah, they are as well. Well, those those wild geese out there have just turned into like parakeets. <laughs> They're they are just friendly little birds. We have wild geese that show up on our pond every year. I'm assuming it's the same two because they've been here every year since we've been here. And they are at this point, they'll have babies and then they'll all leave. And then this time of year, they come back and they'll be here till, I don't know, May or June. And then they leave. Um, but they are friends. The, now they wild, came up to me this morning. Yeah. They'll come up to the fence it's when like, you come out there with all the rest of the animals. That is very odd. Well, I guess they know they're going to get some food or something. Cause well, they don't get anything from me, but a little, hey. Yeah. But, yeah, they're so friendly. I did, though, order bees again. It's been a while since I've had bees, beehives. Yeah, we need bees. And so I ordered four. I'm going to have four beehives this year, which we'll it's see. It's a lot of work, too. It is. Those are a little bit of work. Mm-hmm. They're not that much work. The problem with having bees is you don't, it's hard to stay on top of. Like everything can be fine. And then, like two weeks later, you can check on them and you're like, oh my gosh, there's a mite in here or mm-hmm. something. That's a problem. I feel like, I feel like, and I'm, I'm not a beekeeper, um, have them in my family, but I'm not one. But I feel like you have to be pretty consistent. With you do, these. but you have to learn to spot things. It's hard to be proactive, but you got to try to be proactive. It's hard, you know, because they have their own little ecosystem, which is, mm-hmm. and you don't want to mess up. If everything's fine, you don't want to mess that up. Mm-hmm. And they can handle some things themselves, but then all of a sudden there can be no problems. And then it's like, oh my gosh, there's a problem. I follow yeah. a beekeeper on Instagram. Oh, you do? And, um, she talks like this, and I love her voice. Uh-oh. This is how she talks, and she she saves bees. But it's yeah. very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, like my family that are beekeepers typically never wear any protective gear or anything. Right. Um, and I think you have to be... <laughs> <laughs> a whole they're actually very I mean, gentle gentle she, depending on the variety she sometimes she wears it yeah. wears the gear sometimes not but it's so interesting like where she saves the bees and yeah that what is difficult for me and like i said i'm not a beekeeper i cannot pick out the queen you could if you saw it it you, may be in person. Yeah, if you saw it in person, I'll suit you up one day, and you can. I ha- you did one time, but I've yeah. never, I've never um, seen the queen. Oh, we'll do it. And I can't tell. Like she always points out the queen, and she has a really good little system. She uses like hair banana clips mm-hmm. that have that don't close completely. Yeah, and that's what she holds the queen in. Oh. To get the bees. So that's a good trick, I think. Yeah. To get so the bees to go like to the So that's like when hive. she's, yeah. So when a beehive swarms, meaning part of the the hive leaves with the new queen, or it could be the old queen, they split off. When the hive gets too full, they can split off. Now, in your when you're keeping them as hives, you can recognize like, oh, this one's getting full. They're about to re- ready to split. And you can split them yourself into a new hive and keep them from swarming. But when, like, what she's going out and doing is saving bees that have swarmed, is what they mm-hmm. call it. So, mm-hmm. like, they'll leave. And when they swarm, they're actually very, very gentle and docile. So that's when she probably doesn't um, wear gear mm-hmm. or anything like that because they'll just follow the queen's scent. So they might just land in a tree, in a building. Well, I don't know if I've ever told you this. You've probably seen that. My McDonald's right down the street uh-huh. from you. Yeah. Every year that I own that McDonald's, and I own that McDonald's for what eleven years, yeah, I would have a swarm. Oh, really? So somewhere in nearby. those um, crepe myrtles, yeah, right beside the other restaurant mm-hmm. and at the entrance, yeah, they would swarm to those two crepe myrtles. I wonder why, right there. Every, but it's on a four lane highway, yeah. And I would have to try to get rid of them because customers are idiots, you know. They're scared of them. They're scared of them, and I'm like. Yeah, but they're just looking for their next habitat. 
home yeah. to take up. Yeah, when they, they were just that. hanging out. Yeah. They were traveling. And, and so then you can call like a beekeeper and mm-hmm. they'll come basically trap them. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you can locate the queen. And if you pull her off, all those other bees will just follow into mm-hmm. a box or whatever. And then you can It's amazing. Them. So it is really cool. And, be, and bees are so important. Like from just, and I knew this, like I said, right. my family's in bees and you're in bees. So I know this, but bees are so important to just our survival. Yeah. For human. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, if bees were, all the bees were gone, how little time we would have left. Right. It's crazy. People don't realize that. Yeah, because they're pollinating everything and keeping everything going. Growing. Yeah. So, I expect some type of new animal for my birthday. doesn't have to be on my birthday. You can have it Okay, like, it could be May. May. Okay, so I have to find something. Yeah. Uh, okay. I or have, maybe we'll go to a sale. Oh, yeah, a little auction, a little farm auction. auction. Yeah. Come back with the carload of things. <laughs> yeah. I have a little riddle for you. Oh, I love riddles. My bank, one of my banks does riddles of the week. Yeah. So I'm all into riddles. I don't know if this is a riddle or a puzzle. I don't know what you call okay. it. Okay, I'll tell okay. you. Um, what do you call water that is hot? Hot water. Okay. What do you call water that is cold? Cold water. What do you call water that is frozen? Ice. Oh, you got it. I got it. <laughs> it that is a, that a is lot kind of people of a will say frozen water. Yeah. And then not realizing. Yeah. You got it. I was wondering if you would. No, I, I'm into those because I go there yeah. every week. A lot of times for the riddle. Yeah. I don't tell them that. <laughs> Just to see the riddle. I love it. And That's then nice. most of the time I can get it, but sometimes I can't. Yeah. That one I saw on social media and people were filming and they were like, frozen water. And they're like, no, they kept doing it and doing mm-hmm. it. And it's so funny how you're trying to can... think of a cute one that the bank has had. I'll have to start taking photos of those. Yeah. Another question I have, and this came up on social media as well. And I didn't realize I did this in my head. But do you see... I just wanted your opinion because I feel like we have different, I don't know if it's like my dyslexia and I have different visual things than you visualize or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's why I found this interesting. Do you see the days of the week is like even and odd? Not like assigned a number, but like these days are even days. These days are odd days. Yes, I kind of see Monday, Wednesday, Friday as odd days. Oh, see, to me, I see them... Is even in odd days, but Monday, Wednesday, Friday are even days, and Tuesday, Thursday are odd days. See, I see it completely the opposite. That's random. I've always thought that too. Yeah. But I think uh, maybe it's because Monday, Wednesday, Friday are three, so it's odd yeah. grouping. But see, the reason I think, I think of, for whatever reason, when I started dissecting this, I think is Monday or even numbers are like positive numbers or like, I don't know. I feel like even when you talk about even, I think of those as like upbeat, positive, good vibes. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like Monday, Wednesday, Friday are like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And then third, like Tuesday, Thursday are like, I don't know so, why. <laughs> like I kind of give. And I've always associated this is. <laughs> People are this. This is where it all falls apart. People are going to think we're insane. I also, in my mind, have always correlated days of the week with colors. And oh, you have, yeah, like Monday, and maybe it's because, like, I think good. Like my favorite day of the week is generally Friday, Saturday. My Uh favorite days, and so those would be like blue or green. Oh, and Monday would be like gray, shit brown. That's so interesting. I've never assigned a color in my brain to days of the week. And I really don't think about the weekend days. I just think Monday through Friday is even and odd. I don't know what I think about. Yeah, but you're wrong because... No. Yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Friday are Are odd days. even days. days. No, Tuesday, Thursday. It's like two, four, six, eight. Those are Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Like, oh, wow. But those are all even numbers. That doesn't work. Yeah, two, four, six, eight are even numbers, and that's why that's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh-uh. 
No. <laughs> no. That doesn't even Tell make us, sense. Tell us, do you do this? Do you assign even an odd to days of the week on our hotline? I'd love to hear this. Call or text us. Our no, hotline people number. People don't think we're crazy. 864-982-5029. You can find it in the show notes. No, this was a discussion on... Um, on social media, too. Was it? Yeah. That makes me feel better. It makes me feel less crazy. But we have opposite views is the funny thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you, the one I saw today, and I didn't write this down, but kind of makes me know that you might do the same thing. When you picture the year, like the months, do you picture them in a certain format? Like January, February, like from top to bottom or left to right or in rows? Left to right across yeah and i always i always divide it up into quarters because i guess because business yeah taxes and business i always think first quarter second quarter i, I, third I do quarter, that too. fourth quarter yeah i think that's a business thing right. i don't think normal people if you're not in business or an accountant yeah or you don't think quarters yeah but maybe you do maybe you do they were saying like people had different views like they pictured it vertical up you know January to top, December. Some people did horizontal, and then some people broke it into like three month segments. Or yeah, I I visualize it more into quarters, but I see it in my mind left to right, mm-hmm. straight across. Yeah, that's I guess that's how I do it. Hmm. Never thought about that. I know. All I these... mean, there's things you never think about. Yeah, but it's a thing. It is a thing. Okay, well, let's get into talking about the hot topic, because I put up a box and someone asked, what do you think about influencers, the good, the bad, and the ugly? And we've talked about kind of influencing in general before, Mm -hmm. um, but I thought it was fun to touch on because it's fun from all sides. I feel like from the the listener side, how it kind of works, or maybe you're thinking about, oh, that's something that I want to do. And then it's fun from being an influencer, working with influencers, and all all sides that go along with it or whatever. Well, and I here's my thing with inf- – I don't have a problem with much of anything. And I yeah. see it as just advertising for the most part. Right. But my view of influencers in, in that whole world is kind of what I'm drawn to person – personally with someone a right. personal connection is i like genuine right so i'm more drawn to people that are very genuine fewer filters very real people right um because that's what i like yeah and and that's kind of how but I, I think that's the importance of whether you follow a certain influence or not it is if you it make is. that connection and feel that they're genuine it is uh, but before we get into it, I would just like to say, if it's something that you're considering, or maybe you're like, maybe I could do that, do it. It's a mm-hmm. new year. You got to start somewhere. Everybody who you follow and you feel like is ahead of you, they started at zero too. So if it's something that you're interested in, pursue it. Because you can do influencing like like on no money. And you mm-hmm. can make good money. And you can do it as a side job or mm-hmm. however you want it to work. Or you. do it for fun. But I've had people say, like, I really want to do this or get it. Like, I have things that I want to show and I do DIY, but I feel like um, other people are doing it. I'm like, yeah, but that's like influencing is a business. And that would be like saying, oh, I'm not going to open a retail store because other people have retail yeah, stores. Yeah, we're not going to open a plant store because that's, you know, there's three already, other people. There's already them. a garden store or something. But it's your like, own twist. Right, and your personality and your connection with um, with your audience. So it's about building an audience. So if it is something that you're interested in and you want to do it, go for it because there's room for everyone. So to me, influencing, I feel like some people have like a negative connotation towards influencing, which I feel like, I don't know why. I feel like that's a false thing. Influencing is nothing new. I think influencing is a new word assigned Mm -hmm. to like a job, but influencing is nothing new. You have grown up your whole life being influenced in some way. It used to be on TV. And if you think back to like commercials where celebrities are advertising, they're influencing Mm -hmm. that, that they were paid to promote a product mm-hmm. 
And whether you connect, like you might think, oh, that person is so cool and I want to use their product or the product that they're promoting or whatever. Um, If you've ever watched, you know, um, the Home Shopping Network, QVC, that's that's influence. And and it's ironic that we're doing this because we're recording this Friday before the Super Bowl. Right. So the Super Bowl Sunday is your biggest influencer day of the year. Yeah. But not by influencers, by it's paid in, commercials. But, but that's influence. In, that's influence. You'll see McDon- a McDonald's commercial. If you watch the Super Bowl, you will see a McDonald's commercial. With a celebrity. With a celebrity. And I can promise you, you cannot imagine how much that one commercial costs. Right. Those are the and how most much expensive. That person's getting paid. Yeah. Too. That's the most expensive ad- advertising in the world. Right. All year long. Right. And even on a non-commercial level, there has always been things, if you think about it, from Pampered Chef. That's Mm -hmm. influencing. That Mm -hmm. was... Influencing now is just a digital version. Mary Kay. Mary Avon. Yeah. When you had those parties, again, Pampered Chef, that was an in-person influencer is all it was. Instead of them being on Instagram, you went to that person's house, they talked about these products and they earned a commission off of the products that you bought at their at their party. And that's influencing. And that's the way that it works. It's now just a digital version. So I don't know why there's this, you know, kind of negative, I feel like some people, not everyone has a negative vibe for it, but some people try to make it into a thing. And Really, there's nothing wrong. It's a business. If you're influencing, it is a business that you are running. Now, the thing I feel like kind of going into what you say, kind of what can be the ugly, is whether the influencer has integrity or not, and they're genuine. Mm -hmm. Because a good influencer and influencers that are probably the most popular and that sort of thing are genuine because it is a business. If you as a consumer, and I follow, like, on Instagram, probably 98% of the people I follow are some form of influencers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I follow a ton, and I'll buy products from them mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. But, like I said, it's a business. And if you, as the influencer, don't have the integrity to, you know, shift through or uh, what, whatever, um, filter through the products, and you're just promoting anything... Your consumers, Mm -hmm. just like if we had a retail store and sold everything crappy product, Mm -hmm. your consumers will catch on to that. Mm -hmm. So for the people who are, you know, have integrity and really doing it, they're trying out the products before and then they're giving you an honest review, whether Mm -hmm. they're and they're getting paid for it, whether it's a direct hey, promote this product and we'll, you know, pay you this amount or they're getting a commission when you click through and buy the product. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's kind of, you're always in any industry going to get a few bad apples Mm -hmm. that aren't, but those people really aren't going to stick around because if you buy from, if you're like, oh, I connected with this person and you, and they tell you this item is great quality, it's a great product, and then you order it, and it's not, you're not going to trust that person. Yeah, I think, well, that's an obvious what you're saying. But then there's those people that, um, you know, and it's their prerogative. I mean, it's what they want to do. It's their business. Yeah. What, but you can, you know, there are a few influencers out there that I follow. Mm-hmm. And if they used every product that they promote and say how great it is, I mean, it's not possible. You can't use that many deodorant, different de- deodorants. Yeah, you can't but, use that many razors. You can't use, I mean. Yeah, but you have to look at it from an advertising standpoint. They're advertising. That's like saying a celebrity who is advertising one time for McDonald's and then the next time for a different thing can't eat. Their Their job is to give you an honest review of that product. If they used it for a week and can tell you how good the product it it is, then yeah, I mean the person I'm thinking of, obviously I wouldn't call them out. It just it comes across because it's constant. Yeah, you know they used to have a 
very a lot of great content, and well, now it's just became it, they're just an commercials. Yeah, and that happened. I feel like that happened. And that's they're and, fine. It's their business. That right. may be their business plan. Right. They may want to just do commercializing. Yeah. And I, but I feel like that'll catch up with whoever in the long run. It gets to be maybe they get a little too greedy, or maybe mm-hmm. you know they get too caught up. Um. It, you also have to provide content, mm-hmm. other content other than advertising. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that their reviews isn't genuine. It's a thing. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it gets very watered down. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that can definitely happen uh, as well. But overall, for my take on it is influencers are just the new age, the digital age of having... A, a marketing business. You're marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like one of those things like like celebrities who are, are advertising, like Jennifer Aniston advertised, I don't know, some sh- cheap shampoo. I can't remember what it was mm-hmm. at the time. And I'm like, she, you know, she don't use She that. ain't using that on her hair. But, but people are receptive to that. And that doesn't come across as a negative thing like some of the bad raps that influence well and i will i'll call out somebody that i think does a phenomenal job Mm -hmm. tina to mimi's house we go right i think she she, to me she is one of the best out there it's very genuine right and anything that she promotes or shows i would totally buy and maybe it's because I know her personally, but right. I don't think so. I think No, I think she's very selective and I think you she does it in a way where she you're seeing it genuinely be used yeah. in her home. That's well, that's what I know. Right. But that is also how I feel when I watch her. Right. And I have friends completely not in our world whatsoever mm-hmm. that follow to Mimi's house we go. Yeah. And they buy everything she shows. Right. Because they're like, well, Tina likes it. And they trust her and they Tina's as real as you as you can get. Right. Like like before I met her in person and we actually became friends. Right. I was like, I wonder what she's like, but Tina is as real as they come. Mm-hmm. And and to me, it comes across that way right. with what she promotes. Right. And I think it's, you know, also different for everyone. Going to me personally, I I don't exactly know. I mean, I guess you could call me an influencer. I say more of a creator, not because I don't want to be an influencer. I guess we're, I'm more of an entrepreneur because ours ties in directly to our, to our business. But I am influencing you to buy things from our business. In the form of, I'm showing you what we sell. Yes. And, you know, I'm I'm showing you how to style our products. But anything that we buy to sell or promote, we love it. We vet it. Oh, And yeah. that's why I feel like, you know, our following understands <laughs> from a different perspective because we show them on Instagram, like, not only styling our products and selling our products to them, but we show them us going to market and what it takes mm-hmm. to find those products. So we're going through and showing like we we just spent nine days at the Atlanta market hunting the best products for you. And we do live sales with demos and right. different things. So there's a lot more, hopefully. Well, and the people that have been buying from us know how we are. Like they know if they order any a faux stem from us, a faux plant or anything, it's the best quality. Right. We're so picky. Right. And that's what we, you know, pride ourselves on in offering these good, good products. So I don't know. It is a weird I feel like it's a weird newer world being an influencer, but at the same time, it's nothing different. I don't know why people put like a different label and on it. influencer is such a, you know, some people would call you an influencer. Um, some people wouldn't call you, they would call you more content creator. But I think with Instagram and just social media in general, it's really in 2024, you can make it whatever you want to make. Right, right. The other thing, though, I will say that I feel like influencers, n- not 
me as an influencer, and I'll call myself an influencer because, like I said, I'm influencing mm-hmm. you to mm-hmm. buy our product. So that that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But people who just influence and don't have, like, we have our own business where we're shipping from. Other influencers are working with brands, mm-hmm. um, which is just different avenues. Mm-hmm. In the in the end, you're doing the same thing. You're showing a product and getting people to buy it if they so desire. But I feel like for those who don't have their own business like we do, they get a bad rap that it's not a real job. And that's the part that... No, they're working. They are working. I don't... People don't understand if you don't do it, how long it takes to do those reels or even stories. Something that seems so simple. Even for me, who uses our own products. Like I did a, let's say a tray styling this week on a reel. That one 30 second reel was really about four to five hours worth of work. Mm-hmm. By the time I got the product, I brought it home. I styled it. I had to edit it. I had to do a voiceover. You have to pick the music. You have to link the product. You have to do the caption. And that's just doing it for myself. Mm-hmm. And occasionally I will work with different you know, brands, if it's something that, you know, I really want, like we're in our office, I just put up this gorgeous wallpaper. Um, it was something I wanted to do anyway. And a brand reached out to me and I was like, oh, well, I need wallpaper and uh, I'll order some or, you know. they and it was genuine. Yeah, it was genuine. You genuinely I genuinely it. wanted it. I genuinely liked it. If I wouldn't have liked it, I would have just went back to them and said, oh, really wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. Sorry, and there, mm-hmm. that would and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but when you work with a brand like other influencers have to do, if they're not selling their own products, the time like there's you got to talk to them and say that you want to do it. You have to sign a contract. They have to get you the product. If you're doing something like this one, you know, wallpaper wall I did, which is installing that, um, took a few hours. You have to film it, edit it. Then you have to send it to them for approval. They have to approve it. And then if they want you to make any changes, they might say, you know, shorten it a little bit. Or, you know, we would like this shot at the beginning instead of at the end. You know, they'll give you things. Then you may have to redo that. So, like, even just to do this little project. So it took probably 12 hours. Yeah, or longer. Um, to do that. So I think that's the other thing people think, oh, influencers are just like playing. having playing. It's yeah. like they're playing and having fun and it's not a job. But it it really is, especially, you know, those who are doing it consistently and the ones who do it good, which goes back to what you're saying, who make sure they add other very valuable content to their feed and stories. It is such a it's a lot of work to balance that out. Like, okay, I've got this brand deal, but I also don't want to just do brand deal after brand deal. So I have to space it out. I have to make sure I have these other good content in between. And, and you know, on the flip side of that, on our business as business owners, right? It is challenging finding the right influencers to promote our product, right? So that goes to the other side because that's what I was going to say. Like for us, we work, I guess. You could say, I work as an influencer. Mm -hmm. And then on the business side, we work with with influencers Mm -hmm. to promote our products as well. So it's kind of like from both sides and how, as like you're saying, business owners, it takes a lot to find the right influencers that fit with your brand. And their personality, everything. Like I reached out to one. I won't call them out on here. I (laughs) Mentioned it to you. I was like, what do you think about this? And you said, yeah. And I reached out to that person. And I was like, you know, we would love to work with you promoting some of our products if you're interested. And in my mind, Mm -hmm. it was a person that should have, it was a good opportunity for that person. Yeah. And literally, I got a, "Mm, maybe. (laughs) And I was thinking, you know what? We don't. Yeah. You're not our person. Right. Which is fine. It's fine. It's fine. But it's amazing. People don't realize on our side, finding the right influencers. Right. It is challenging. Yeah. You know, they're, you know, Tina at Tamimi's house we go. Mm -hmm. She does a phenomenal job 
with lots of things, but she also does a phenomenal job with our products. Right. And they're hard to find. Yeah, they really they are. do that kind of job. Because you have to, you know, especially as a small business working with influencers, you have to find the right person who, again, like not only does the influencer have to vet what's going to be good for their page and their following and come across genuine, but as then us, even further down the line as the business owner, we have to vet the influencer to make sure is our product going to fit their page and be genuine? Like we can't just send it to someone who normally, you know, uh, is a deal finder. Mm-hmm. Say, cause you know, there's influencers mm-hmm. that are a deal finder and then, th- then throw in our product because it's not on Mm-mm. the same level Mm-mm. and you can't have someone who's been promoting coupon codes and deals and then throw in a boutique style. And then sometimes we get burned You know, I gave someone a credit, Mm -hmm. you know, to promote our products. Mm -hmm. A lot of, a lot, you know, a substantial amount of money, in my opinion. Yeah. And then I look at the orders coming in, and that person was buying gifts, Mm -hmm. not even Mm -hmm. to promote. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're just unethical. Yeah. You're not, we're not working with you. Yeah. I mean, it just, like, is challenging on all sides. It is. It finding really. the right people. Because, yeah. you know, like every every other business and every person out there, there's all types of people. Right. And they're not, you know, for the people that have bad attitudes about it, they're not all bad. Right. There's some great, we work with some phenomenal people. Right. From on, on our business side. And so we know there's a lot of good, and we're friends with a lot of good people. Yeah. And then, and then there's always going to be the small handful that are just the bad apples. Right. And those are the ones that don't really make it and stick around. Mm-hmm. Though. It's just like, again, going back is being influencer is like having your own business and you have to run it in a genuine and ethical and legit mm-hmm. way, or you're not going to make it to make it. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the day. Mm-hmm. What it comes down. So I think there's a lot more good about influencing because I do feel like personally, I do feel like overall you are getting a more genuine review of a product I agree. than you are if you watch a commercial mm-hmm. or you watch um, Home Shopping Network mm-hmm. or QVC. Where, I agree. So I do feel like there is a more peeled back level where you're getting more genuine overall. It's uh, it's more vetted. It's more yeah. vetted of yeah. the product. I agree. Um, for that. Uh, so yeah, I think they shouldn't have a, a bad connotation around influencing. And uh, again, kind of what we started with. If it's something you're interested in, it's not too late. I think. I think the thing that you have to do if you want to get started in it is again, besides being yourself being genuine you have to get into it for another reason and then it let it work into doing influence make it more organic right you have to start with another reason other than i just want to be an influence Mm -hmm. so you either have to start like i already do art and i want to show that and then as you get a following you can throw in some influencing or diy or you know decorating or farming whatever it may be Mm -hmm. You have to start with the backbone of something else and then organically grow into doing the influencing. Mm -hmm. But the opportunity is there. And in today's age, it works so good with digital things. If you know, it's a digital marketing and it's free. So if you have a little hobby, and that's what we're going to talk to Joy coming up. I assume it started as a hobby. We'll figure out we how don't she know. started her thing. But if you have a small like side business and you want to take it to the next level, get on social media. So many people are scared to like put themselves. And out it's twenty twenty four. There's lots of different ways to have a business. Right. You can have a business just as an influencer. You can do a combination of both, like we've done. Right. And like with Joy, if you don't want a standalone brick and mortar, you can rent booths right. at places and promote your product. And have your online store. Yeah. And tie it into social yeah. media. There's Etsy. There's so many things out there that you can do to build your business. Right. And it all um, ties together. I will say, though, if you 
are thinking about getting into social media as a form of a business, whether it's influencing, selling your own product, whatever, if you are not willing to put in the work and keep up to date with what is changing, then don't just don't even start. Because there are people that have such potential that I follow and they are still posting on Instagram and doing techniques that are like three years out of date and they never grow. And I've even tried to like tell some of them like, hey, you don't want to do that because you don't want to do all those hashtags. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram sees that as spam Mm -hmm. now and they're not going to promote your they still do it like back in the day people Instagram wanted you to post like even like not just stories but posts like a Mm -hmm. still post when it was photos or whatever like three times a day now if you do that they see it as spam like why are you posting that many times a day there are people we've told don't post that many times a day and then they do it and then they're getting three likes you can't tag people every time right you can't tag people um and you can't tag a lot of people because then again instagram sees it as spam like Mm -hmm. why are you tagging 20 people Mm -hmm. in your in your post Mm -hmm. or whatever um so if you're not willing to also study up and keep up with it don't do it don't do it because you're just wasting your time you're just going to be spinning your tires in the mud as well so that's my advice um, for that. And I think as a as a viewer who isn't on the influencing side or, you know, creator side, that's probably things that you never think about because you're posting as just, you know, you post your family pictures or that and it doesn't matter who sees it, who doesn't. But as someone on social media, um, someone on social media, then you have to look at that. Like, how many likes am I getting? Comments am I getting? Engagement because you're running a business off of it. So there's those tips. And let's, let's pick up our hitchhiker, Joy. Joy owns Simply Joy Soaps. And we're going to talk to her about her business and how she got into it. And I really don't know the answers to I know. This. I don't know the answers to that either, even though we met We're her friends. And, um, yeah. We met Joy through our live sales, mm-hmm. through Instagram and our live sales, and we've just chit-chatted with her, and then she Became has friends. a soap business, and she was at the Atlanta market, and we've met her a couple of times. And she gave us soaps, yeah. and we really liked the soaps, and then um, we started buying the soaps for ourselves, right. and we love her product. So we wanted to see, yeah. how did you get into this? Yeah. So let's pick up Joy. And we have Joy in the car with us. So what's up, girl? <laughs> hey. We're glad we Thanks for be- picking me up. You're welcome. It was cold waiting out here for y'all to come and pick me up. <laughs> I heard it was real easy to pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> and we're only like 45 minutes late, yeah. but that's okay. You know us. So, how's it going today? We just found, or I just found out, you're actually on a girl's beach trip. And I was like, are you drunk yet? (laughs) And you were like, no, not yet. Not yet, but it's going to be five o'clock somewhere in a little bit. (laughs) So, uh, you own... Uh, Simp- so, simply simply so, simply joy soap. Simply, simply joy soap. I can never remember that. Simply joy soaps. I just want to su- call it joy soaps. <laughs> and we'll put your well, website in the show notes as well, yes. and your Instagram link, so everyone can check you out. Uh, but I want to ask you how how did it come up? How did it start? Like. How did you even start making soap or wanting to make soap? I mean, was it a was it a body odor issue? Is it, <laughs> I mean, you can tell us. We're all friends here. Okay, so well, not to like you know say well way back going way back, but when I was a kid, I did love to make stuff. Just uh-huh. like you know, you sold candy. Well, I sold pot holders like I would weave those pot holders and my mama had a beauty shop yes that's what they call them. now they're salons but yes. <laughs> think still magnolia so yes. I grew up in the beauty shop well I would make pot holders you know the little loom you know yeah. what I'm talking about yeah, the kids and I would, would sell them Kmart yeah and I yeah I would sell them for a dollar uh-huh. so I've always loved to make stuff yeah so then fast forward I was a teacher and 
I love still making stuff. So I took every class under the sun, like painting, smocking, sewing. Um, I never took a soaping class, which is what's funny. Yeah. But I always loved bath products. Like even when I was little, and it's funny because my friends are like, okay, you didn't even like to bathe. <laughs> 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 my friends called so me Pigpen. Like Pigpen. Yeah. I knew there and was I'm issues. like, well, it's it was such a mundane thing. And I was like, why would I was a little kid. I was like, why do I want to go like take a bath? Right. So I would need fun stuff. So I always had like, do you remember the little balls? They were like oil balls. Oh, yes. And you would I put them those. in the bath and they would melt. They yeah. were pretty colors. Then, yes. And they yes. Would, and they would make the tub. Yes. Well, we had a cast iron tub growing up. You know, like one of the clawfoot. Yes, it would yeah, make that. Yeah. It would make that tub slick as shit. You yeah. would be sliding <laughs> around in there with those little balls. Oh my gosh, I forgot and about so, those. Yeah. So, and then there were like little square. I mean, basically, it was um, a bath bomb back in the day. They were little square things, and you put them in the bath, and they kind of fizzed and dissolved, and they smelled real good. Anyway. I loved all bath products, and that was basically the only way to get me in the bath. So, um, so there's that. I know I'm jumping around. So then um, when I was a teacher, I loved making stuff. And so then I kind of stumbled into making soap mm-hmm. where you could go to Michael's or Hobby Lobby or anywhere like that. You could buy these blocks of soap, and you just melt them you know, cut it up, melt it in the microwave, and it's called a melt and pour soap. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I started. And it was just, that was the you know, game. I would make them. That- yeah, I was just making them for friends and stuff like that. And then I had my kids, so I stopped teaching. And then I would make soap. I would paint stuff. And I would have a little mini show at my house. Mm-hmm. So... I was doing a bunch of stuff. And then I was like, I really enjoy soap the most. So I started doing that. Mm-hmm. And I, going back a little bit, jumping around. So when I was a teenager, I used to love reading teen magazine. Do you remember that? Yeah. And so I would love to read about skincare and taking care of your skin and stuff like that. And I specifically remember it was like, you need to exfoliate. So. I have always believed in exfoliation. Mm -hmm. And so, but I do not like a scrub because it's messy. And guess what? It's another step. And you know me, I don't like to bathe. So (laughs) I was in the bed one night and I'm like, how can you like have, why can't there be something that you could wash and Exfoliate. exfoliate at the same time? And I'm like, well, I'm gonna make it. Right. And so I started out with the melt and pour. And so then I was like, well, I don't want the whole bar to be exfoliation. I want to be able to have some plain soap too, because, you know, you don't need to exfoliate everywhere. So, (laughs) so, or do you? (laughs) (laughs) So then that's. That's where it started. And that's so I moved from the melt and pour. I was always afraid to actually make like with the lye and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. that's a big deal. You can get burned. And so I had to read and like watch YouTube videos and just really studied it. And that's when I started making, making legit soap. Yeah. From scratch. And so, yes, yes. So, yeah. Was that all like jumping around too much? Because so cool. no, no. that's really cool. So <laughs> basically, you you're obviously creative and you like to do things, and then you saw uh-huh. a need um, uh-huh. to have the yes. to have the soap that is exfoliating. And if you don't know, she has these really cool soaps that, like she just mentioned, is exfoliating on one side, and then the other side is a regular bar grits. Yeah, so it has grits in it. It's got grits and sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you don't have one that has oatmeal, right? No, do not say that. 
I do not have one that has oatmeal. <laughs> we mentioned that when we were at the Atlanta market. I was like, I love the one with oatmeal. And she was like, I do not have one with oatmeal. <laughs> no, the- That must be like Simply Susan's soap. It's not Simply Joy. <laughs> <laughs> because the grits are a whole different texture. Like they do exfoliate. Well, which- and I like them because they're not, it's not as messy. Yeah. I don't want oatmeal floating around in my shower. Yeah. So. Right. It, and like with a scrub, because I, I don't know, it's just so oily. And it's, I don't know. Then I feel like it gets water in it. And I don't know. It might be growing some stuff. I'm sure they put preservatives in it. But And I did use stuff like that beforehand. And that's what made me, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to like do a scrub, rinse it off. And then I got to wash. Right. So. So earlier in the episode, it's really from laziness, <laughs> right? So, but there was a need for that because I love the sun. Yeah. Uh, and earlier in the episode, we were talking about like influencers and sort of a small business and like digital now. But anyway, going back to what you mentioned is you used to have these parties at your house basically to sell uh-huh. your products, uh-huh. which yes, I was relating to going back to what I was saying earlier. That was. That was influencing back mm-hmm. in the day before mm-hmm. social media. You brought people That's in true. and you influenced them to buy your product from mm-hmm. your house. Mm-hmm. Isn't that yeah. cr- Isn't it crazy how really influencing, like people, I feel like think it's sort of a new thing, but really it's just the new age of what's always been done, which is just a form mm-hmm. of marketing. Right. So, right. It is. And you sell your products through Etsy. Yes, I have an Etsy store, which I'm one. I'm working on because I'm too cheap to pay someone to do a, a website. I am bound and determined. I'm going to make this website this year, oh, and Lord. I'm like, I, I'm bound. I'm going to do it. I'm you like, it. I'm fifty. I, I'm fifty four, and I'm like, I dadgummit, we didn't grow up with technology, but I'm getting my website up and running this year. You can do it, and I can help you. I, I do, can do it. I do all of oh, ours good. for mm-hmm. everything. You do? Yeah, mm-hmm. you can do it. It's not as complicated. You just have to take one little bite at a time, and then it all comes together. So, yeah. Well, I've started, so there's like a page. It's like you can put your email in yeah. and be notified when, um, you know, yeah. when it's ready. When so it's ready, maybe y'all, it. everybody will still be alive when... <laughs> When it gets done. So so tell us about taking your soap, like sort of from a hobby or something that you loved into a business. Like what was your first step? Did you start on Etsy or did, because you also have booths like at, um, you know, consignment places, which is both are great outlets. And that's a great way to dip your toe into, you know, if you are trying to take a little side hustle or hobby or you know Wesley and I both did that yeah that's how we started yeah. we both had booths mm-hmm. in, in the beginning um but what yeah, did you do first it, did you do the booths first or Etsy first or both kind of at the same time like how did you get into like okay I'm gonna take this to the next step so I you know I love doing it so you're making all this and at some point you're like I mean I don't I can't give all this away as gifts all the time so you know right. I had the little parties but I did start in like the whole um these antique places that have all the booths like it's such a great concept and it, right. it, you know it, it wasn't around but that's where I started and I just started with a shelf mm-hmm. and so where you rent the shelf and then, you know, they get a portion of it. But so I started on a shelf and then a bigger space came open and I always wanted a clawfoot tub in there. And so that's when I got a booth and I put my clawfoot tub in there. And so I started expanding and making different kinds of soap. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, someone may just want a plain bar of soap. Right. And then just, you know, other things like that. So I did start out with a booth. And then another booth, you know, at another place up the road came available and I did that. And so, yeah. And then I've got a few wholesale clients now that um, are selling them in their boutiques and stores. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's been a slow growth and that's fine with me. Um, But, yeah, that's that's where we are. But you took it from just giving it away and 
making a hobby to making some money. And I love your soaps. I I know why I washed my butt this morning with your soap. <laughs> the soap with the you, exfoliating the, side or the no, plain side? The plain side. <laughs> but the soap that you packaged wash my butt this morning. <laughs> that is maybe one of the highest compliments that someone could give. I, th- I like to think hey, so. Joy, I washed my butt with your soap. Yes. I'll take it. That is I'll true. take it. I've noticed though You're crazy. Uh, uh yes, we are, especially him. I've noticed though you have started doing a little bit better with your social media. So mm-hmm. we're, we got to get you. I know. You're telling. I know. You know? I'm t- like, again, I'm just like, it is. It's hard. And then I feel like nobody wants to, you know, everybody has that. You, I don't know if you feel like that or felt like that at first. It's like, nobody wants to see me. Yes. <laughs> you know? Everybody like, feels you have that, that Yeah. You're like, nobody wants to see me. And do I get on, you know, I'm always like, do I get on people's nerves? Maybe I just won't say anything and I'll just show pictures of my stuff. Yeah, yeah it's. But that's it's, the things that you have. It's to, intimidating. I've got to work through it. Yes. yes. But you've been doing better. I've noticed mm-hmm. popping up in my feed. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you just have to set all that aside because there are people that will not everyone's going to like you and not everyone's going to connect with you. And that's fine. Not everyone can. Right. And mm-hmm. everyone ha- on the other side like your side has those feelings am i good enough are they gonna like me are they not i Uh think that's just natural you know it took me it took me a minute to like you (laughs) so i mean it just you know it's the normal evolution that's not true (laughs) (laughs) um but you just gotta do it because you will find your people your audience we've talked about that on the podcast before yeah and it's like, I believe in my product. It's just, you know, and that's the thing. Like, you believe in your product. You believe in your stuff. That but, It comes down to the personal confidence sometimes. Yeah. And I've always, I'm a confident person, too. I've always told my kids, like, confidence is a choice. Right. And then I'm like, but, but I don't want to get on social but media. But I was the same. But here's the thing. I was the same way with social media. I'm a very um, confident yeah, out in there person, person, you are so confident. In but there. social media yeah. has been, it has taken me. And I mean, I'm still working on it. Do you think it's because you watch the replay of yourself, whereas in real life, you don't see that version? Like, yeah. Where do you think? Probably. The- but I'm getting so uh, yeah. much better. And I'm sure when this podcast, I'm sure I'm going to listen to my voice and be like, uh, mm. no. You're well, like, oh, you need God, to be quiet. I, you're going to be like, I sounded like a Bella Hay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will yeah. say when I started social media, I felt everyone had those same mm-hmm. those same feelings. I felt though more awkward about like showing I guess product and decorating in our house. I felt like instead of being intimidating about on a personal or intimidated on a personal level, I felt like are people going to think I'm like being a show off, like showing off what I have? Well, that was showing, my struggle at first. Showing too. off my right, house right. or that I have this product or, you know, this decor. Right. Or and whatever. no one does. Like, and I've no never does. thought that. Yeah. yeah. And then when people started mess, I love seeing this show more, mm-hmm. show more. That's when I was like, okay. It doesn't read that way because that's not the intention. The intention is to show like our daily life and our businesses and all that. But when people start responding, then it was like, okay, this is good. So you just got to get on there more so that people can connect. And I've just disconnected. Like, I don't care. And then I've watched a lot of people and I'm like, if they're watching that, you know, right? That yes, that, where it's like they have a gazillion followers. Like, yeah, and wait, it's just a green. It, it's just a hillbilly, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm no worse than that. <laughs> you know, I might. Sound Y'all like are a, so fun, though. I might You're sound so like fun a Bella and funny. <laughs> but everybody loves y'all. Everybody. Uh, well, it's an acquired uh. taste. <laughs> <laughs> we found our people. Yeah. There's some that don't. I mean, I you know, I lose about 250 followers a week on Instagram. I gain I and know. I lose. For real? Yeah, you 
know. I they, do too. I, and it it deflate like I lose like twenty and it wrecks me. And Wesley laughs at me. He's like, right. "That's nothing." Yeah, I mean, I I gain more than I lose, but yeah. you know, I I hook some it's people. Slow. I hook some people in, and you know, I guess they watch a few days, and they're like, "I got to check out of here." So you mm-hmm. know, I'm not for everyone. We're not for everyone. I'm listen. I'm at like I have low, you know. I'm like, I got like, what, uh, when we were at the market, I was so excited. And then I'm like, wait, one more. I got one more today. And I'm like, oh. That's the way it is. Everybody's been there. Yeah, I, I was And then too. if I lose it, I'm like, womp, womp. Yeah. But see, that's normal. Look, that's why I try not to look at okay. really how many. I, uh, yeah, I, I average about 250 unfollows a week, sometimes 275. Depends on wow on what mm-hmm. it is, but you just got to keep focusing on the. Uh, yeah, ones. maybe I shouldn't feel so bad then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the ones you're, you know, the ones you're gaining. Everyone you goes to, through that. The focus on yeah. So yeah, and I think another thing that I'm a very because I was a teacher, you know, I like a lesson plan yeah. type thing. So that's another thing I need to is just like okay. What am I going to put on social media? Like, I need a lesson plan. I can't. Uh, you gotta make I'm it. not a fly by the seat of the pants person. Well, that's fine. You just got to make it. So, your you think plan. I need to be a fly by the seat of the pants? Like, hey, look at me. Sometimes. Well, you got to work in what's going to be your your major point of the day. Like, make your lesson plan of like, I'm going to post these important points. Or maybe just one a day, and then the rest of it's the fly by. The seat yeah, of the your stories pants. are your fly by the seat. Yeah, and and think mm-hmm. of it like this: they're going to drop off in twenty four hours. If you look like a fool, it's just twenty four hours. You know, when you drop a bucket of soap yeah. in the floor, True. or you mess something up, mess something up, do show it. Say, Lord, yeah. look at me. Yeah, 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 because people want to see that too. Yeah, yeah. Like I loved yeah. something. I watched your stories the other day. And it was just so simple. You had gotten a new way to package your soap with the long little heat thing. I was like, well, look at that little nifty <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. People connect what? with that. Like you, that. I was like, okay. well, look how cool that is. She's so, a professional. I know. Look at her. I know. I've got a heat shrink wrap system now. I'm a big girl. You go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been fun writing with you today and thank you for talking yes. to us and it's thank all you i love I, y'all so much we you. love you i love hearing how people got started i do too it is, you know it can be so simple you and the funny thing is is we had never had that conversation with her right we had no idea yeah. how you and did. i love it like anytime i get discouraged i'm like i don't know maybe I, i'm just a, you know you get overwhelmed i'm like maybe i should just you know my husband's like Girl, you are obsessed with soap, making soap. Yeah. And that's true. It's just like, I would, it's something I love, love to do. So. And I mean, I constantly think about it. And I know it's weird. Everybody's like, what? You think about soap? No, yeah. because I think I about it. decorating mm-hmm. or yeah. flower arranging or potted arranging. Yeah, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what, am that- I, what are my Easter soaps going to look like? What are, you know, right. just stuff like that. It's well, Steven still wants you to have the um, adult line, adult line of soaps. Uh, yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> so I'm I coming, told y'all. I'm coming to your. Happening. I'm coming to your house, and I'm bringing my own molds, and we're going to do that on Instagram. <laughs> and then you can take them to Adam and Eve beside their warehouse. <laughs> listen, listen. I all bet, jokes aside, I bet if you listen, I bet they're already in that Adam and Eve store. Probably some soaps, can some naughty I, soaps. All jokes aside, can we plan a play date? And I will come to you in Columbia, South Carolina, and yes, we make naughty soaps. No, we make soap together. <laughs> oh yes, okay. I and don't want I may, you to bring those. I may bring. I may bring a mold my or two. Mama will be watching that. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Gosh. Okay, then we'll yeah, plan Yeah, that would it. be great. We'll oh, yeah. It. That would be fun. Yeah. I'd love to see that. We'll plan that. Yeah. All right. Okay, We're kicking you. you out. Thanks for joining us today. Have a great all girls right. weekend. I'll have all of your... Thank you. In- 
information down below in the show notes. But you can find her on Instagram at Simply Joy Soaps. And there's a link on in her profile to her Etsy shop as well. But it'll be in the show notes as well. But thank you, Joy. Thank you. All right. Love y'all. Bye. Thank you. Have fun. So that's really cool to hear how like, you know, just taking it from like a little bit of a hobby. And she has a legit bit business yeah. now. Making yeah. Yeah. I think she could take it. If she got a little bit more aggressive with social media, I think she could be oh, huge could because she has a great time. product. Yeah, she really does. And if it wasn't good, we wouldn't have even interviewed her. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> Seriously? It is so true. But I just love hearing how small businesses on all scales get started. And I like everything. her honesty on her struggles with social media. Yeah. Everybody needs to hear that, too. Right. All of us. And that goes back to what we were talking about in a previous episode when we were at market wanting to interview, you know, some of the mm-hmm. store owners. They were like, no, I can't, be, I, you can't record my voice. I sound bad, or you can't do a video of me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, get the confidence to. It's not easy doing what we do, like, right. Getting used to it. Right. Even doing this. But you just have to do it. You just do it. And then you just go for it. I've. I have. So if you're out there on the fence, like I really have this idea and I want to do it, but I'm afraid what my family will think or, oh my gosh, I'm going to look silly. Put that aside Mm -hmm. and do it. I have lived my entire life Mm -hmm. with the motto, fake it till you make it. Right. Every step of my entire life. Yes. That was my motto. Even when I became, when I bought my first McDonald's, Mm -hmm. I was like, I do not know what I'm doing. Like, I didn't know. (laughs) I did not know. But you really did. You just don't feel like you do. That goes back to everyone's got to, you just do it. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't understand like business license. Like I never tackled that. Yeah. And I was like, you just do it. You make a phone call, you go here, you go there and you're like, eh. Yeah, and then it gets done one yeah. step at a time. So yeah. if you're on the fence about doing something, now is the time. There's no time like the present to get started. Just do it. Next year this time, you could be in a whole different situation. That's right. All right. Well, I think that wraps up this week's episode. Um, yeah, Get the pull, hell out. Let's pull this baby out. Yeah. Remember to leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. It really helps us out, and we greatly appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys.